You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, it's one of those moments where I never would have done it, uh-huh. but if I could have opened the window big enough in order to actually jump out, I would have considered it if we were going at a slow It was speed. that bad. It was that bad. It was that bad. The only problem was I had my computer with me, so if I jumped out, I would have damaged that. Okay, That's the only I've, I've thing smelled some pretty there. bad smells. Oh, no. I, I don't know if I'm able to fathom how bad this is if you I, were thinking about jumping out of a bus. It was a legitimate, it, w- it would have been a legitimate consideration to make if I could have physically gotten out of the window. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Wow. There was no way around it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets wherever podcasts can be found. Which is all over the internet. It is. Thank mm-hmm. you for finding us. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to. I'm going to describe this. I'm, I'm going to try to explain. Is it like the kind of smell that you can taste? Um... Well, yes, but it's more than that. Okay. It's, it's, that's, that barely even scratches the surface of what this smell was like. So I'll, I'll try to explain it. Uh, before I do that, do you want to remind everybody that coming up on December 10th will be the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. For those of you that have gone to them before, you know they are a lot of fun. It's at the Secret Society, uh, one of our fine sponsors here in Portland, Oregon. And, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Tickets are on sale right now. Performing will be... We'll have Stephen Wilbur. Of course, he was nominated this year as Helium's Funniest Person in Portland. Not only nominated, Sarah, he won. He won. He won. God damn it, the he winner. won. Yes, indeed. He sure was the he winner. He will be performing also Amy Miller. Amy Miller. Zach Toscani. Mm-hmm. And... Adam Posse. Which is awesome. It's a well-rounded night of comedy. Yes, indeed. I'm excited. Me too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Moscow Mules and Comedy. That sounds like that an amazing night. That goes hand in hand. It does. Drinks and laughs, Sarah. Mm-hmm. December 10th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Honestly, it's going to be, as opposed to like the listener party that we just had, that I didn't really get to hang out with anybody. I kind of ran through a couple of minutes. Well, this but is awesome because we get to watch the entertainment. Yeah. We're not the entertainers. We don't have to do anything. They're the professional entertainers mm-hmm. who will be doing it. So it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So December 10th, get your tickets now at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And it's a Wednesday, so just yeah. so you know. Yep. It's an excuse to go out in the middle of the week. Why not? Yep. Get your tickets mm-hmm. at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yes. All right. Let me get back to this. So... No, are you afraid? Is this the kind of smell that you're afraid that it's stuck to you? I haven't been very close okay. to you today. I, I'm going to explain that, too, because that is also part of it. This is it was it was one of those experiences in your life where, you know, it'll stay with you. Like, do you ever have an experience where, you know, it's like, OK, this is time stamped. I will never forget this moment, um, whether it's good or bad. Sometimes it's just kind of an innocuous thing that happens in your life. But it's like this is time stamped. Like I have that for my um Uh, I did this to myself, actually, when I was a senior in high school. I was in, and it wasn't economics. What class was it? It was Mr. Arnold's class. Oh, Mr. Arnold. Yeah, and he didn't didn't like me and uh, my buddy Dan because we would talk a lot. Like, we got good grades, so we just didn't – we just – we were really we were shit apples. We just gave him no respect. You still you're an adult and, uh, shit apple at but this we, point. But the thing was, we were smart enough we could pass all his tests, so it's not like he could like flunk us out. So we we got good grades, so we just didn't listen to him. It's like yeah, whatever. And we would talk all the time, and he would get mad and kick us out of class. And I remember sitting there. That's not one a time. very effective teaching method. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. All right, I'm I'm mad at you for talking. Get so, out of my class. You know, it should have been you one of those like should have been one of those like after school specials where he he like you know uh, challenged us or something like that. Like this class isn't challenged enough for you and it, it was it was a really easy class mm-hmm. and <laughs> and so i remember sitting there out in the hall dan and i like well we got kicked out again and i remember like making this moment i was like okay i'm 
I'm going to, I'm, this is, this is like a moment for some reason that moment is always stuck with me. And I remember it like vividly. I remember everything around me. I remember everything that was happening. Like I, the rest of it could be a blur, Mm -hmm. but for some reason that moment stuck with me for the rest of my life. I will always remember that day, that time I got kicked out of that class. Well, I guess everyone has those random memories that aren't aren't significant, but for some reason you remember it down to like great detail. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you were wearing or like what music was playing. I totally have those. Mm -hmm. And, uh, since this this thing that happened to me yesterday, I think this might be one of those moments. It might be one of those times where it's right. going to stick with me forever. Okay, so, so tell me about your journey yesterday. All right, so here's what happened yesterday. So I've I've talked about this on the show before. How my my truck it wasn't working. It hasn't been working well. Um, big thank you to Andy who is helping me fix it. He helped fix the oil leak, and then um, I ended up speaking to Doug, our buddy Doug, Doug and Kenda. Kenda's in the chat right now, mm-hmm. and. Um, Doug uh, was like, yeah, you just need to get it out here and let me look at it. I'm like, well, I I tried to fix it, so I got it. I ran it through. Like, oh, Jesus, yeah. is this like when you try to fix like your lawnmower or anything else? Well, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like ran it through this like auto, you know, I went to like AutoZone where they like run the test thing for the check engine light. Like, well, this sensor is bad. So I bought a sensor and I replaced it because I'm real manly and I had to get like a certain screwdriver for it. Is the sensor a like, a, like one of those little things that you just like take out and put back in? Yeah, but you have to have the special screw for it, Sarah. And yeah, is it like have a, a special screwdriver? Okay. Really, it was it was two screws. So it okay. was but, two yeah, screws. But then you have to unplug it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very manly of me working on my truck. Although that didn't fix it. Then I tried this other sensor that didn't fix it. And finally, I'm like, I I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. You tried to fix two sensors, and that's when you gave up. <laughs> yeah, a total but, of four screws. Yeah, but mm-hmm. okay. When you boil it down to that, but that was like months of detecting and like trying to figure it out and like working on it and trying to get it, and then I ordered the part online through Amazon. Fun Employment Radio clicked on the Amazon link, and, you know, and then I got like a good deal on that. It was a whole thing. Like, okay. It was a very manly thing that I did. Well, regardless of how manly you were, it turns out none of what you did fixed the problem. No. Okay. You just, in fact, it made it probably just, worse. It just got worse. Yeah, it just got worse. Thing is, no, it got worse to where, so my truck was essentially shutting down while I was driving it. Yesterday, when I came down to the studio, it would shut off while I was driving. Like, it, not That's even in terrifying. idle. It was terrifying. Yeah, but, but then that and also completely shuts- unsafe for you and for everybody around you. Yeah. I, well, I know. I didn't That's expect scary. it to start doing that. Usually, it was, it was shutting off when I was at a stoplight, so I could manage that. However, when I was driving... Yeah, it wasn't good because then it shuts off my power brakes. I can't stop very fast. It was bad. So when I got here to the studio, I decided that, um, well, actually, I was going to attempt to drive it out. I'll say this now. Drive it out to where uh, Doug's shop is, which is Gladstone Mitsubishi out in Gladstone, Oregon. Nice. Yep. Doug is awesome and helped me out. Uh, So, But that's a little ways from where the studio is. I was like, well, I can still do it. And Sarah was here and Scott Daly was here doing uh, the Daly sessions. For his show here on the Fun Public Radio Network, and both you and Scott were like, "No, that's dumb. Yeah, don't drive like, it." What are you doing? He's like, "Well, I think that I might be able to because at one point Greg was asking me if I would, wish I was going to until like we sat, I sat down. I'm like, this is a really stupid idea because <laughs> Greg's like, "Well, why don't you follow me out there? Like, if you don't mind, it was he, he was you know very gracious. He was going to buy me food, which is a way to get me to do things. I'm yeah. like, all right, yep. <laughs> buy you dinner and buy you dinner. Um, yeah, so he's like, all right, you can follow me. I'm like, I guess. And the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait, so. His truck just inadvert- like stops working. Right in the middle the of driving. The brakes stop it. working in the middle of driving. Power it. steering goes out. Brakes go out. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm going to be I right mean- behind you, so I'm either going to witness you in like a fiery like car crash, or yeah. I'm going to crash into you. Right. Oh yeah, and there's a you know I could run off into the river mm-hmm. up there too. Yeah, if it didn't, 
I could have like an epic thing. We should have got you like a GoPro on the camera or something just in case that happened. Okay, well, it didn't happen because yeah. that didn't happen, that scenario. Yeah. As soon as as soon as soon you expressed what you were going to do to Scott and I, were like, mm, <laughs> That's dumb. That doesn't seem <laughs> – you have that thing called, uh, you know – Triple A, right? I do have triple A. <laughs> yeah. So, so I called triple A. I was like, yeah, that's probably best not. So, and to give it perspective, it's like, I don't know, 10, 15 miles from here, I'm going to guess. I actually timed it from from where we were. How many miles today. is it? it Maybe was, it's, like, it's exactly 10 miles. 10 miles? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that's far enough. I shouldn't have driven it. So, I didn't. I called, I called yeah, the tow truck. Yeah, you think? The tow truck came. It's funny. Scott Daly actually posted on uh, his page yesterday. <laughs> Let me see what it, what it was he wrote. It was like something about how sad it was seeing me. It's the saddest thing. Yeah. Will you, uh, maybe you can find that thing that he posted there. It was. Yeah. Sitting here in the studio watching Greg Nibbler's truck getting towed in the rain is a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was me standing in the rain waiting for the tow truck driver. And he's going to be here sometime. Oh, man. He said he was going to come pick me up today. Oh, somebody's going to come get me. So, so I did that i waited there for the uh are you playing it too yeah i was playing oh, it too it? <laughs> yeah i waited there out in the rain for the tow truck driver to get here and so he came he came and uh you know it's, how long did you have to wait outside for well luckily i could wait in the studio for a while i was only outside for about 15 minutes standing in the rain waiting for him and then and then another 10 15 while he hooked it up so i was outside in the rain for probably about a half hour i would say in total yeah before we left. And then the thing is we start driving and he was he was a nice guy, the tow truck driver was. However, he instantly started telling me, "Yeah, I used to work around here. I worked right down there at that building. But then they fired me. They fired me on a Friday. I'd worked there for a year and a half. They said I just didn't get along with the other guys and thing is, I had my truck, my car wasn't working at the time either. I lived in Vancouver and I was using the company car. They just fired me at three o'clock on a Friday afternoon and then I had no way to get home. So I walked, walked to Vancouver. What was rest of what left? Of, what was left of my paycheck? And made it back there. Eventually, I had to walk over there. So he's telling me this sad oh story. My God. I know, and I'm like, "Holy crap, dude! That's like really sad." I'm like, so I was, "Holy like, crap, dude!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that that sucks. You walked home in the rain. To <laughs> After they took away your car and fired you on Friday. Because you didn't get along with the other guys? Wow. I know. I was like, Jesus. So I, I tried to like lift it up. I'm like, well, it's good working for AAA though, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good working for them. And yeah, he did. It finally like lifted it up a little bit. I'm like, wow, dude, do you just tell this story all day long? That's very depressing. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You are very depressing. Very, very depressing. When you fill out your AAA card, you're going to be like, the gentleman was very nice, albeit <laughs> slightly depressing. <laughs> Slightly depressing, yeah. Nice guy though. So, so we had. I have such a fear of like I've only had to ride in the like tow truck with a tow truck driver like once, Mm -hmm. but I that is I hate that. I hate having to make the awkward conversation. Well, and that's the thing. It was because you have to because you can't sit there in silence. No, because they usually like are lonely and like they've been sitting all day, so they're excited to have someone to talk to. Sometimes I mean sometimes they don't want anything to do with you, but right, yeah, that's that that could be the case too. I actually it's better for me if they don't want anything to do with me because then I'm like, all right, fine, we can just go our own way, but. This guy didn't have the radio on. Oh, he was one of the silent drivers. Yeah. And like I said, I the hate guy, it when they don't turn on the radio. The guy was nice, but I'm the same way as you. It's like, it's weird starting up a conversation. And it's like, and this guy's, you know, driving me to where I need to go. He's towing my truck. I owe him a conversation if he wants a conversation, I feel like. So it's being pointed out in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live uh, saying that the tow truck driver outsatted you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was his trick. 
Maybe that's it what was, it was. Because look, were you thinking about your truck anymore? No. No, you were just I thinking wasn't. about. I was thinking about this guy walking home in the rain, thirty miles to Vancouver, Washington. I'm like, oh. You know, they just gave me the rest of my check. That's kind of a mean reason to fire someone. They fired me because they said I didn't get along with anybody else. Yeah, that's what he told me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know, poor guy. Um, Hey, like, nice guy. But yeah, so we Mm. we had to have the conversation thing where it's like you're trying to figure out how to do it. Like, it's it's a forced conversation. In the meantime, like, I'm... And you don't know what you have in common with them because, like, it's a total stranger. And it's like, do you you want to talk about, like, the Blazers or do you talk about, like, the the truck or the rain? Don't think he was a sports guy. Okay. So we we finally found, I think our common ground was... um, he liked to fish, and okay. I liked hiking and camping. All right, so you guys so are both somehow we kind of melded that, and then and then went on with it, and then then we were able to find like some similarish ground, even though I don't really fish, and he doesn't really hike. We kind of we kind of found something. Okay, it was close enough. Sure. So you've hiked near fish. Yes. And he's probably seen then, hikers when he was. And the fishing. way that works too is then you start naming areas. Well, you've been to this area. No, no, been to this area. And then when you find an you area, find you the both, one area. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I've been there. Me too. It's like, well, let's talk about that area. Well, <laughs> yeah, like there's the road. Like, Have you been to New York City? I've been in New York City. We could talk about New York City. Right. That's let's pretty much that. what it yeah. was. Yeah, we found one area in Washington where we both been to, and then we could uh, we could we could both talk about that. Well, yeah, you take the take the highway up there, then you. And you take a left. Yeah, no, you take a left up there. Yep. No, I've been up there too. Yeah, you go about twenty miles. Yeah, I've been up about twenty miles. Then you take a right. Well, I haven't taken a right. What goes up there? That way. You that's, sound like the old man from Pet Cemetery. Don't go that way. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. Goes up there. Don't come back the well, same. Don't come back the same. That's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things. And I think everybody kind of does that when you have to have the conversation. You've got to find like the common ground and then And sometimes it something. takes some it takes a while. It takes some finagling. You've got to throw a lot of pasta at the wall before thankfully, you get something to stick. Thankfully you didn't want to talk about politics or anything like that, you know. We didn't have to go down that route. So that was our common ground. It was basically 10 miles, but in traffic, it was a half hour, 40 minutes. Oh. Maybe. Uh, Because it was bad traffic at that point. It was a long time. But we did get there. And like I said, very nice guy. I I would give him a very high review. I get nervous for like even being in cars with people that I've known for years. Like having to sit and make conversation if it's just me and one other person. Yeah. I like I've talked to you about this like my dinner thing, mm-hmm. like how I get nervous even like if I've been friends with someone for like ten years, like just sitting one on one with somebody. Yeah, makes me feel very exposed. I don't know. Well, actually, uh, I will say this: it was another trick we did get off the camping for a minute. The other thing was point out things on the side of the road and then talk about those. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, gotta mm-hmm. use your you're like a prop talker at that right. at that point because they're putting those in the new props. the new Max the Mass Transit line. So it's mm-hmm. like oh well, I wonder how far that's gonna go. I I brought that up and then it like stopped right there. I'm like oh, so that's. That's not. So it stops right that's there. Okay, working. that's well. That's the end of that one. So that didn't work. Oh wow! I didn't know they put in that building over there. Like, oh yeah, they put in that building. Ooh, business is changing all the time. Yeah, they sure are changing. And then you know you can go. And on then that, that was. And then you go on that for a while, or just kind of. No, then it kind of kind of fizzled out. Okay. Anyway, got there. Um, got the got the truck to Doug, and um, <laughs> so Doug Doug was able to open the hood once I finally got it in there, and it took him. I would say. Maybe all of ninety seconds for him to take a look at the truck. And go, yes. I it's. I was like, I pointed at it. I tried to explain to you. He like introduced me to his boss. Oh my god! Please try to explain to me exactly what you thought was wrong with your truck to the professional mechanic. <sighs> oh god, it was bad. Oh, you tell know? me what you said. And it's one of those things where they, again they were all very nice, but it clearly. 
They're I all, like, don't toler- know what I've, they were tolerating. I've you. talked about this on the show before. I know nothing about vehicles. I know nothing about cars. I know nothing about how they work. All I know is what's gone wrong before. And the one thing I could latch on to was that I changed the MAF sensor. So that's what I could say. Uh, it, mass airflow sensor, Sarah. That's what that is. <laughs> wow, that's really exciting for you. So I was like, yeah, I changed the MAF sensor. And then after that, that didn't work. So I changed this other and I went blank and I couldn't remember the name of the sensor that I changed. So I was sitting there talking. <laughs> this boss is just staring at me with a, like, just, just looking at me with this stare like, uh-huh, you don't. And I could tell behind his eyes. He's just like, oh, yeah, because, you no idea Doug knows Because you and Doug are friends, but the boss yeah. knows doesn't know one well, he was like, nice never too. met the boss no he was he i could tell he was so he being know, he, nice he doesn't know that you don't know anything about cars no and he was well he could tell right away yeah and he was being very nice and like tolerating of me and like looking at me like yeah yeah uh-huh you don't you, you don't know it's like oh that's just look at you trying it's like oh, like when oh, you see like trying. a like a little kid like trying to do something it's like yeah you're doing real good for you tyke <laughs> Good job, buddy. No, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the name of the sensor. And then I just broke down and told him like. Did you break down in tears? I don't know anything about cars. I'm sorry. I don't know. This is why I brought it to Doug. I don't know what I'm talking about. And he's like, no, 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 that's okay. That's okay. That's what we're, it was, it <laughs> that's was very, what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very humbling. So Doug, though, spent about 90 seconds. Like, uh, Ryan's like, asking if you got patted, if he patted you on the head. That's basically what I was yeah. waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's essentially the level I was at. And uh, yeah, Doug took about 90 seconds looking at the truck. He's like, oh, yeah, there it is. That's what's wrong. We got to order that part. <laughs> wow, really? I've spent a month and a half trying to figure this out. And it's been longer than a month and a half. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's been like four months. No, maybe not four months. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. Okay, it's been longer than a month and a half. We'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, took him about 90 seconds. Like, yep, that's what's wrong. Got to order that part. <laughs> Should be in tomorrow morning. I'm like, oh. Well, thank you, number one. And number two, wow, I just, I could not feel more emasculated. Did you say that? No. But I, I, did, I did look at him and I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> I just felt like a moron. Um, so he, he got that. He got that all taken care of. Uh, it, well, essentially what he said last night was he's like, okay, it's got to stay here overnight because we've got to get the part. Yeah. So, and by the way, Doug did this on his birthday. Oh Doug my god! For me, so again, a big thank you to Doug Gladstone Mitsubishi. Go there if you have any kind of issues with your car. It doesn't have to be a Mitsubishi. He will take care of you. It's nice to have somebody to trust. You know that's <laughs> that, that works. So oh, and on his birthday, <clears throat> did you just feel like an asshole? I felt like an asshole. Yeah, you should. And he's like, you know, he's super nice. Just like, nope, no problem, no problem. I, I did my celebrating on the weekend, and like, I'll stay here for you. Oh and my help. god! That's how nice he is, and that's how much of an asshole I feel like because I'm like. Oh God! I could not be more of a more of a pain in the ass right now. Uh, but so so he did that, and then he, he even offered me a ride home. I'm like, no, no, not on your own. like. It's bad enough you stayed here late for me because I'm an idiot, don't know how to fix my truck, and and you're so nice. Like, and it's I'm his not. Birthday. Yeah, I'm like, no, you're not giving me a ride home. I will take the bus home. Like I, I I'll figure out my own way home. I can do that. You don't worry well, about that. Well, you're here today. I'm impressed you actually were able to figure your way home. I can figure the bus system out. Sure. But I will say I've never taken the bus from that far Okay, out. don't act like it's so far-fetched that you wouldn't be able to figure something out. What do you mean? No, I, just because I can't figure out the truck, I can figure out a bus system, Sarah. But here's the... So, I, it was a waste out, though. It did take a while. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing here. So, I had to figure out this bus system, and it was a very complicated thing. And I'll say this. It took about an hour and a half, but the, I got on... 
at um you know way way out on McLaughlin Boulevard. I know this doesn't reference anything for anyone else, but a different section of town than I would ever go to. Past Acropolis. Way past the Acropolis. <laughs> There's a point of reference. Way past that. So um so I I get on the bus and uh, it's a different kind of crowd out there. I will say than the buses I ride here in Portland proper. A little, little bit of a different crew. Okay. Kind of reminds me of an 82nd Avenue crew. Oh, okay, different, different. A little kinda. bit like that. A little less meth. A little more crazy. Okay. So All right. I'm. I'm. I'm getting. If you, it. If you can kind of understand, because I'm used to the meth buses. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of meth buses here in Portland. I'd say, but I mean, but they're but they're meth crazy. Like, I mean, they'll be sitting well, here talking to themselves. Crazy. Take out the meth. Okay. Remove the meth. <clears throat> All right. And but then, as I started, I rode this bus for about 20 minutes, and then two gentlemen got on the bus. And I could tell it was going to be a thing when they when they just walked on. Could you? You can always tell. You can tell from the second someone gets on the bus. Two like, guys. Oh, they're going to be nutty. Two guys, and they were probably I would guess late twenties, early thirties. Uh, big, long ponytail dude, giant backpacks. One guy with a guitar, grimy clothes. It's like okay, these was the guitar guys, in a case or was he carrying? Guitar, the guitar was in the case. Okay. And it's it's those guys that get on the bus and and of course they take forever to figure out how much the bus costs and they have to ask the bus driver over and over and over and over it's 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 a flat it's two fifty it's yeah, two dollars it's a pretty and simple fifty cents it's yeah. very easy you either pay it or you don't pay it you know or you buy an all day pass it's not not a complicated system to manage um, but it took them a while to figure that out so which holds up the bus mm-hmm. and as they're doing that I'm like oh man I really hope these guys sit nowhere near me and thankfully they didn't they didn't at first and that's when. I was like, okay, I avoided this one. But slowly, I could tell, that, like, even with all the people on the bus, there was suddenly this waft of scent coming over the bus that wasn't there before, mind you. Now, this is all a right. hot bus. A waft? Like, I hate the word waft. It's rainy by the outside, way. the heaters are blasting. And you know what it's like on those things? Like, people are sweating and, like, like you're breathing the same air and all those things. And, and it's like, you know, it's, it's like being enclosed in an airplane, but the airplane is out. Uh, like on the tarmac and you're stuck there for four hours and they're blasting the heat and you're all breathing the same air. It's kind of like that. It's along those lines, only you're a lot closer together. Now, as this, this scent starts coming over, and at first I'm not, I don't, I don't even know like you the describing scent the scent. Well, this is what I want to do because I want to, I want to really give a full image of what this was like. Because what ended up happening is I rode the bus for a while and then this guy, seats shifted around. Old people showed up. They had to take the front seats. This guy ended up sitting next to me and I still had about probably 25 minutes of bus ride left. How long was the bus ride total? Just let, uh, let's get to the end. A little over an hour and a half. An hour and a half? Uh, maybe maybe not quite an hour. Actually, may, maybe not a little over. Probably hour 20 minutes. Hour 20 wow. minutes, I would say. Okay. You know, and that's with a couple of bus changes and stuff like that. Whatever. Sure. I mean, that's, that's fine. Um, but about the last 20 minutes was with this dude. This dude sitting right next to me things that shuffled shuffled around and i'm the nice guy when i when when i'm sitting in like there's two seats there i'll make sure somebody can sit down like i'm not like forest gumping people you know where it's like seats taken seats taken you know where the people like try to i love that you just made forest gumping an adjective yeah yeah i'm not forest gumping anybody no i'm not gonna force gump someone <laughs> oh my god seats taken seats, seats taken, taken. Wow. No, like if somebody needs a seat, I'm not going to be the asshole that sits on the outside seat and then stuffs their bag on the inside and then won't look up. There's always that lady on a bus that will like hog up two seats. That's That drives me insane. Well, yeah, because she sits on one and then puts all of her shit on the other one. Yeah, on the inside seat and then won't look up. 
We'll and then look we'll up look up all. as you're like standing there and she's just looking down at her phone or at her, yep. her, she knows her novel, there. her romance novel. See, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to people. Um, so, so, uh, <laughs> uh, no, Forrest Gumping someone is turning someone into Forrest Gump. That's how that works. Like Forrest Gump is the person that comes on the bus and you Forrest Gump them by saying. Yeah, you for, if you tell them they can't sit down, that's Forrest Gumping. Yep, that's Forrest Gumping someone. Yeah. Yeah, you're turning them into Forrest Gump. But you have to say it. Do you have to say it like the seat's taken? Seat's taken. Seat's taken. Yep. So okay. anyway, I sit there and I, I, I leave that seat open so that somebody can sit down, you know. And if there is an old person that needs room, I'll stand up. But I wasn't in that section. So blah, blah, blah. This guy moves back and I see him walking back. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. This is a terrible mistake. And he just plops right down next to me. And his other buddy moves back somewhere else. And this guy sits next to me. As soon as he sits next to me, it's like uh, this is what I'm saying, uh, that this is like an experience in my life that I won't forget. It's like I was suddenly not only punched in the face, but somebody was punching me (laughs) and simultaneously holding a lighter to, to my nose and burning the inside of it. All at the same time, all happen in a matter of seconds, and and I don't know what tear gas is like, but I would say it's probably not too dissimilar. And they should in- incorporate this kind of technology into tear gas if they really want to get people to move away. And and it, it hurts so bad. I instantly i had to I had to turn away. And I, I kid you not, I am not lying about this. I started dry heaving a little bit. Oh God! I was like. Oh, uh, uh. And and I looked away. So you're probably grossing out people. So not only was the smell bad, but it sounds like some guy's about ready to start throwing up. Well, I was trying to keep it quiet because I didn't want to like confrontation. But this guy like completely blocked me in. He was a big dude, too. So with his big old bag, there was no getting out. I could not get out. And so I'm sitting there like. And uh, and I turned over to the side and I like did the whole put your shirt up over the, you know, like he was smelt it, dealt it style. Where you put your shirt up over your nose. Yeah. And, uh, and Wait, I, you were doing that? I was doing that, and I curled into like a fetal ball basically against the window and tried to avoid it, just thinking this is, this is life. This is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to work. So people want to know what this smelled like. So I was thinking about like uh, as I'm sitting there, like all I can think about is uh, I did post on Twitter. That was the only thing that I could do. Like, that was my only escape. And then somebody actually replied, like, what did it smell like? And I got a message on Facebook, like, what does it smell like? So I was thinking about this, like, what it smelled like. And I was trying to I was trying to come up with a description. Like, it's so – it was so bad. I didn't know. Like, I, the best way I can describe it is, is like this. So – because it was like layer upon layer upon layer of smell. Oh, God. All right. Well, you just start describing it so okay, it can be so, done. So imagine this. Imagine you're um, – imagine you're doing laundry. In your basement. Okay, you're doing your towels. And you take those towels, you know, they get out of the wash, and you're transferring them over to the dryer. But one of the towels falls back behind the dryer. You don't see it. You don't know it's there, but it's sopping wet. And you don't see it for a month. Now, the thing is, it's sitting back there, and it's all walled up, so it never really completely dries. Because it's getting like almost like mildewy a little? It's getting mildewy a little bit, and it starts to develop. I think we've all done this with like a shirt or something like that. Like you forget about it. It gets balled up. It doesn't completely dry. It starts to mildew. It gets like a funk to it. It gets a weird... Or like if you throw smell. a towel into your laundry too soon, like after you take a shower and you're just like, oh, I need to wash it, but then it gets piled up with other clothes and then it never fully dries. Yeah. Just this and damp and it, and it ball of towel. it sits there forever. Yeah. You know, and then it's like stuff starts growing. It's like bacteria. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Growing? Well, you know, uh, you may not being 
you may not be able to see it, but that's what mildew is. Mildew is growing in there. It's alive. So it's balled up back there behind your dryer. Now you don't see it for months. Maybe a month. We'll go a month. And finally you find it and you're like, oh crap, that was back there the whole time. You know what the worst part is? It's still damp in there. It's still damp in the middle somehow after a month, which means something's growing and it's a little bit warm. And so there's, there's something obviously like it's got a mildewy smell. It's being noted in the chat, like a sour smell, like a sour milk kind of smell. And you're like, okay. Mildew and sour milk are different. Well, that's what's kind of got a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that, that, uh, that scent, that tang to it as you pull this towel out and you're like, well, okay, this towel, I could probably wash it like several times and hopefully maybe get that scent out. But you know what? It's not worth it. It's a little bit crusty because the outer edges have dried, but they crust it up and the inner side's still, still moist. And it's got like a like a mildewy thing to it. And you're like, well, you know what? Bottom line is I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to use that towel anymore. So you throw it out. You throw that towel out with your trash. Now that week happens to be the week, you know, you ate, uh, you cleaned out the fridge and you dumped out a bunch of stuff. You bumped out some, there's where your sour milk comes in. There's some sour milk in that garbage. There's some orange juice in that garbage. that has been in the, in the fridge for like a month and a half. It's got that, that little weird, like mildewy foam thing or the, the mold patties going on it. And you throw all that in the trash and you throw this towel in the middle of that. <laughs> So that towel's marinating in that stuff. Now here's what happens: you set that, you set the set the trash out. Now I'm used to this when I was, you know, in the country. Uh, here's what happens: you know, you get you get some coyotes in the neighborhood. You got some coyotes. Now say the coyotes come over. Oh there, my god! And the coyotes knock over that garbage, and they go through the garbage and they see that towel sitting there. That's now you know mildewy, sour milk smell. And they pull that they pull that towel, and this coyote takes that towel with it and takes it back to its den. Greg. Okay, it takes it back to it back to its den. All right, and this coyote. Are you still talking about the bus? Turns, I'm trying to describe this smell, the smell of what this gentleman was like. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying it was. You're layers. grossing people out in the chat, by the way. Okay, um, it, it's layers. It's layers upon layers, and I want to fully describe it. Okay, so that this coyote takes that towel, takes that towel to its den. Turns out it's a female coyote. It's gonna have a litter. Has a litter. Oh Raises a litter of coyotes in the den on top of that towel. These coyotes, the, the puppies grow up, they eat, they wallow in their own crapulence on this thing, all on that towel. An entire family of coyotes grows up. It's their childhood memory, is that towel. Okay, so that, that happens. Now, the coyotes grow up, they leave the den. Everything's fine. The water, uh, say the water comes up, the den was by the, by the river, it floods. The towel comes out of the water. And the, or the towel comes out with it when it floods. And the towel flows down the river. Flows on down the river. And it's, it's down there and it, it floats, floats in the river for maybe, uh, maybe a couple of miles. And it washes up onto the shore. So there it is. It's soaking. It's been mildewing. It's got sour milk on it. It's got that pungent taste. And then also, you know, an entire litter of coyotes grew up on this thing doing who knows what on it. Now it's on the side. Now imagine this. Imagine Sasquatch existed. Let's think about this. So we've got, the th- we've got three different layers of smell so far. Imagine Sasquatch exists. Oh, my God. How many layers are there? Well, that's, this is what I'm trying to describe. Oh, my God. This is why I'm saying I will never forget this moment in my life. So, so there's – imagine Sasquatch exists and Sasquatch is walking down. Now, go along with me. If Sasquatch existed and he is kind of like part human, you know what it's like when you don't shower for a while. Well, Sasquatch never showers and he's hairy. And it's hot outside because it showers in the river because it's summer now and he's been sweating and he's got all that hair going on, you know, and there's sweat underneath and it's rubbing and it's just this pungent, pungent, like body odor smell, like the kind of smell that 
you can tell like you can tell when you walk into a room like somebody who hasn't showered or used deodorant for like a number of years that's what the sasquatch the sasquatch is like that entire life so the sasquatch is 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 sweating and it sees that towel but it's got enough human in it to be like, man, my armpits are really, really ripe right now. So this Sasquatch picks up that towel on the side, uses that towel to soak up all of that armpit sweat. That's oh, my God, Greg. Soaking okay. it up. Soaking it up, you know, and just trying to dry himself off. It's being speculated that you sound like the very crazy bus person that you're trying to describe. And so this Sasquatch soaks up all of that, all of that armpit hairs. So you've got- I don't know how much more of this I can take, honestly. So you've got- just to recap, mildew from the basement. Then you got coyotes that sour milk on it. And now a Sasquatch has just dabbed its armpits with it. And then, and then, some hippie guy comes along, sees that towel and thinks, you know what? That towel would be a great thing for me to pick up and just throw onto my back. You know what I could do with that towel? I could knit that into a shirt because that's what hippies do. So it finds this towel on the side of the road, knits it into the shirt, this hippie and then this hippie guy goes out to McLaughlin Boulevard and decides to catch a bus to go downtown and ends up sitting right next to me that's what that smell was like that's what it was like so now you see why I will never forget this moment in my life I don't think anyone's going to forget this moment in your life Greg well I just wanted to make sure everybody understood I just want to make sure everybody understood. That was disgusting. (laughs) I really, really wish that I could unhear that. That was awful. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what it was like. And that was 20 minutes of my life and I couldn't escape from him. I mean, maybe I did go a little bit crazy on that bus because there was no getting out. I was in my own little world being tortured by this shirt, by this man. Well, I'm glad that you made it out okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I did. I survived. I survived. I was going to tell you that the girl down the hall from me made fish again last night, but I'm just... I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back to that tomorrow. <laughs> Are we wrapping it up now? Is that is that too much? We're leaving it with that? <laughs> I think you've helped, like, kickstart my diet. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, like, ruin anybody else's day. I'm just trying to say that's that's what it was like. It's what I went through. <laughs> People are noting it. Feel They feel like they've lived... Uh, lived 20 minutes, too. Mr. Jenke says, remember when Greg couldn't talk? Oh, that was last week. the good old days. Are we, are we really ending it right now? I guess I do have to get to the other thing. But um, I have like a little bit of ball talk we could cleanse the palate with if you wanted to. Or, or is Sarah just done? Is that it? Sarah might be done. Okay, that's it for today. All right. All right. You're not planning on riding the bus anywhere today, are you? No. No, I'm not. Okay. No, because my truck works now. So I'm all good. Wow. I think I broke Sarah. I'm just grossed out. Well, I know. I mean, I'm not the one that did it. You're acting like I was the one you wearing You did it the shirt. to everybody by describing it in great detail for 20 minutes. It wasn't 20 minutes, was it? It was probably about that. I was lost in... I mean, somebody asked... They wanted a description of what the smell was like, and that's what it was. I mean, that's what it smelled like. 
Uh, we do have a couple of birthdays that we have to do, though. we got two birthdays. All right, tell because me. Because I have to do a makeup birthday. Um, well, one... Oh, actually, okay, one of the birthdays will be tomorrow, but we do have a birthday today. Okay. And this, so I talked about my truck, how uh, I got help uh, from Doug on it. Also, Andy in the Mighty Southeast has helped me out tremendously, too. Oh, awesome. And um, when I went out to his place, I got to meet his family, and his wife, Shannon, had a birthday. And I forgot to, uh, forgot to, forgot to bring it up. I forgot to bring it up. Okay. So it was, it was a little while ago. All right, well, Shannon. Shannon, happy birthday. Happiest of birthdays, Shannon. Oh, I thought you were going to. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Andy. Andy. All right, so there we go. Happy birthday, Shannon. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank yes, you. We will have a show tomorrow. Yes, there will be a show tomorrow. And it will not have anything to do with Greg on a bus. I'm anywhere. sorry. I didn't know there was going to be that big of an issue. I was just, I wanted to describe it for people, I wanted people to understand what it was like. We will talk nothing about smells tomorrow. All right. No, no. No, we won't bring that up. But it'll be an earlier show because I've got to get on the road. i got to say, though, if people can smell it that bad just from my description, I feel like I've done my job. I feel like I described it accurately then if people are, are actually... Like, no one was physically subjected to the smell. But if I described it that well, I think I think I did a pretty good job. That guy was going downtown, so beware in downtown Portland. You may okay. run out to him. May run into him. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Pick up your tickets. To the Comedy Showcase. Yes, indeed. The yeah. Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase happening on December 10th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. No, I was seeing what time, uh, so it's going to be an earlier show tomorrow. Yes, yes, uh, because it's Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, so we'll be doing a show uh I'm I, headed I know, up north. Yeah, I know to, you're heading north. What yeah. time are we going live tomorrow? Uh, let's do let's do uh, let's do 11 tomorrow. 11 a.m. tomorrow. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. Pacific time. And 11 means 11. It isn't like our usual like oh no we're starting right you know at this particular like we'll be on right at 11. Okay, 11 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow mm. morning on November 26th, 2014. Mm. We will be going live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Um, you guys are fantastic. We yes, appreciate you are. each and every one of you. And uh, yeah, hopefully we all get to hang out on December 10th, too. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Hell yeah. Uh, of note on the network today, um, it's Guys and Balls, I believe, is still doing their show tonight. Awesome. But then tomorrow there'll be some shows taking a break. Okay. We will be live, though, at 10 a.m. tomorrow. At 10 or no, at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. tomorrow. We'll be live at 11 a.m. tomorrow. All right. Wow, I never thought I would have this much of an influence on everybody. I didn't I didn't think that would... 11 a.m. Damn 11 it. We'll be there at 11 a.m. All right. Thank All you right, so much, guys. everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up, buggers. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.